Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, 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 it's Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette. Whoa, it's been a week. I've behind schedule, totally behind schedule, but maybe I'm just on time. I've been finishing the course, finally done, and it's free because it's so important to share what we need to know now and hopefully, you know, wake people up. It woke me up. (laughs) The research that I've done, I discovered that Google is creating its own child. And I just really, you know, wondered what, why? <laughs> you know, first, why? Why want to make your own child? I mean, children are so special, so special. Um, then, you know, that as you do when you Google something, that you can't believe it and you Google it again and you find maybe even more disturbing things. And the other article was about... Uh, you know, a robot they believe has a soul. So they're like, okay, we know robots don't have souls and they're like robotic. That's why they're robots. But we want them to be more human as possible. So this one has a soul. I haven't brought myself to sit down with a video because I thought I just need to talk about this. I need to see where the planets are. And because I'm done like a special for millennials, Supposedly, millennials are so into astrology. And the more consultations I do, the more I am, you know, I'm convinced anyway since, you know, the past life verification. But even more so now, every day more and every consultation more that we've been disconnected from our natural selves. And that Western astrology, mainstream astrology, Astrology you read in the newspaper disconnects you from the uniqueness of you. And I can't say it any more passionate than that. Welcome to the 271st episode of Where the Planets Are. And this one, take a tea, sit down, come back and listen and share, please. Let people at least know that somebody's talking about this. Be right back. Once upon a time, you may be sat at a bus station hoping to get home on time so that you could see if that guy that you went on a date with would call you and ask to go on a second date. And you wonder, where is that bus? Why is it not here? I don't know. Oh, darn, I forgot the schedule of the bus at home. So I don't know when it's coming. And what if he's calling me and I'm not there? And he thinks, you know, I'm not waiting by the phone. I did wait by the phone yesterday, but today I had to go out. Yeah, 
oh, there's a cute guy there. But I don't know him. He looks like he's tired of waiting for the bus, too. Oh, he just looked at me. Oh, my gosh. Like, long looked at me. He's really cute. Oh, what should I do? I don't even have a book. I could put my eyes down and read. If I look up, it looks like I don't care. I mean, I do care. I mean, maybe this other guy doesn't even like me. And here's the love of my life right here. He's, oh my God, he looked at me again. Oh, he asked me, what bus am I waiting for? I told him, 1111. He's like, I'm waiting for that bus, too. Oh, my goodness. That was a joke, and he got it. Oh, oh my goodness. We're so connected. Oh, he really believes. Oh, wait a second. No, we're not connected. He believes in astrology, and I told him it's not science. I told him, how can people, like, believe in something that's not true when actually there is an opportunity to believe in the same things just correct it he's like what i'm like look up mate look up you see the sun there it's actually in the constellation and that's where astrology started constellations and what they told you what you read in the paper this morning that's not astronomy that's not where the sun is so how can you like even connect with that? That's another connection. He's like, oh God, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but not a lot of people know about it, but it's really important to know. Well, good thing I met you then, he said. <laughs> I looked at him. He looked at me. the end. You know why? Because that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> because we all have phones. First of all, we're not waiting for some guy to call us, you know, because the phone's in our hand. He's probably text you. He can text you to say he doesn't want to see you again, whatever, because text is like less personal. It doesn't you have to like muster up, um, you know, the confidence to, f to say it or to have to answer questions about his decision. Because we've got our phones and that's okay. But what's not okay is I wouldn't have met that guy or, you know, the person in the story that I just made. I wouldn't have met that guy because nobody is really looking at anybody else. We're all looking down at our phones. And do you know that there's an Australian study that has taken an x-ray of some strange, like, horn, they call it, a growth that they believe is connected to the fact that you are looking down at your phones all the time? That young people are developing this strange bone? I couldn't believe it. But this is the fact. These are facts. These are real live reality of looking down at your phone. But hey, this is modern technology and everything's okay with that. The reason I'm talking about it is because 
we are validating these images that aren't real life more than we're valuing real interaction between ourselves, between another human being, between another soul, another I. And this could like stump. This is not helping the evolvement of souls, of the interaction between real people and feelings. This is of course, advancing our interaction between visuals and um, images that may or may not be true or ways of communicating that don't involve real interaction, but just reaction. And so I wonder, are we going to be the robots Because our phone is the robot. Our phone is the AI. It knows everything about us. It maybe keeps it to itself, we hope. (laughs) But, yeah, the only thing I uh, see as an opportunity that I can bring to the table, and please, everybody else, anybody else bring something to the table, is that, We need to at least know that outside of this paradigm, outside of this matrix, there is, you know, the heavens. And I'm not getting religious here. And I know some religion doesn't, you know, believe in anything science-like, but it's all connected it is all connected. It's natural. And like getting back to nature, our sun and our moon produces food on this planet. And I always say, we need to grow too. We may be grown up, but there's always room to grow your mind, to expand your knowledge and about things that maybe they don't teach you. They don't teach you certain things because you're not supposed to know them. You know? But, you know, it's a double-edged sword. We have the internet. We can find out things for ourselves. You don't have to believe everything you see or hear. But take it on board and know that at least you know that because I say where there's smoke, there's fire. But who knows? Anyway, that's my little piece. I know you came here to know where the heavenly bodies are. I'm going to tell you because they're in... Of course, very special places as they always are. I want to thank those of you who trusted me to do your uh, sky. And I really am thankful for it. I want to know that you to know that I've done a special on uh, for millennials. And I'll put that link here. If you can share that, if you know someone, I mean people buying presents or talk about you know sales gift friday these other gifts this is a gift to 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 give that helps people to look up and to look within within themselves to be connected to themselves and that's the reward i get when i do consultations that people you know have so much distractions or you know images and amazing things that make you think oh I want that I want that 
but inside they know who they are and they're not sure because it doesn't always correspond with what they see or what the trend is and so when I do these consultations and I say things and I don't know them for example or I haven't been in their innermost thoughts and I say well actually you've got this gift and this gift and you can do that and this is amazing and wow and they like thank you thank you I was thinking that but I didn't know and you know all these things that give them like the power and the little nudge they need to remember to 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 look in the mirror to look within and to believe that there is a strength and a magic in themselves that AI cannot take away from you or super super pass you ever and the more we connect and the more we remember about that uniqueness in ourselves the more we can balance this artificial intelligent life or machines so that's the bit about that i hope you enjoyed that story now i'm going to tell you where the heavenly bodies are Hey, I'm back. This is the last bit, the bit you've been waiting for. This is for the 21st of November, 2019, at London time of 7.35 p.m. That's 19.35 in the 24-hour clock. One of the things that we need to acknowledge, of course, is that Mercury... Is standing still hasn't gone straight yet but this is a special moment as well and so it's lifting slowly it's um, retrograde time but there is a lot of retrograde coming up anyway uh, coming up during that time a lot of information sorry coming up during that time I know I've got a whole load of information that I received during that time and I'm ready to use it now and if I hadn't you know maybe if I had went forward with my concept or whatever during the retrograde period I would have missed you know finding out the things that I did find out in this retrograde period and meeting the people that I met during this retrograde period, revisiting situations that may or may not have served me in the retrograde period. So I'm thankful for the retrograde period. And it is a good time to look back and see what happened over that period. Who did you meet? Who did you disconnect with? Who did you connect with? What things did you discover about something that you've been, you know, kind of interested in or working on? And write it down. I have to say this to myself. I was like, I don't have time to write down. What am I going to do? We have to develop some way to do it for people like me. Well, the voice, maybe some voice notes would be good. But there is a power in writing things down. So I won't knock it. 
So before I chatter on and not give you the numbers, and this is especially important because I send it out to the people who have had consultations, who now have their sky chart so that they can follow where these heavenly bodies are in the chart that I gave them. So if you see that the heavenly body is in, like our moon is at the beginning of Virgo at zero degrees and you've got a Virgo moon, then you can go, whoa. I'm going to use this earthy energy. I'm going to use um, how I think and feel things should go in a more concrete way during this time. And Mer and um, Virgo is the biggest constellation, which means that the moon stays there for almost three days and a half. It only stays in other ones any way any time from a day to two and a half days at the most so this is an opportunity to um do these virgo like things and also you'll be happy to know that western astrology says the moon is in virgo too <laughs> but they say it leaves it in nine hours but we're at the beginning so they're at the end but like i said this is a real calculation this is a real movement towards the constellation and especially those special stars in their spitka which is a special star it's about 30 degrees of virgo and there are other stars in this constellation that the moon will connect with and exchange these stars are bigger than our sun and the sun makes the moon makes a connection to our sun i don't see why we can't think and visualize that it makes a connection to these other suns these other stars that ancient uh, astronomers even discovered and acknowledge these stars so yeah that's what you can do if you already have a natal chart for me if you don't have a natal chart with me there will be a link here where actually i'm doing uh for another day i think it's there's a timer on the link where i'm doing a natal correction it's just a really quick saying um this is where the sun and the moon and ascendant are as opposed to what you know from western astrology so that at least you can correct that mindset which has been really helpful for a lot of people and of course, if then you're convinced how amazing that is, then there is a special for a proper reading. And then you get, you know, your natal chart and you'll know how to follow with these broadcasts. Okay, so that's the end of that. What we always start with is the constellation rising in the sky. And if it's dark out and clear, you could see the constellation of Gemini on the horizon. There are two stars there that are quite bright, Pollock and Castor, like the heads of the Gemini that you can actually see. And that's at 21 degrees rising. So it's near the end of Gemini. Gemini has about 27 degrees in it. Next, we have our moon, which will be rising soon. It's not yet, uh, but it will sometime tonight. And like I said, the moon's at zero degrees. Now, once it rises, it will maybe move on to one degree because the moon moves one degree every two hours about. It moves 13 and a half degrees every day. So in two hours, it will be... Um, one degree, but right now it's zero degrees and 37 arch minutes, 
We have Mars also in Virgo. It's at 37 degrees and 30 arch minutes. Then we have our Mercury standing still but slowly going direct at 3 degrees and 35 arch minutes. And at the end of Libra, we have the Sun. The Sun is at the end of Libra because Libra only has 23 degrees of the ecliptic. And right now it's at 21 degrees and 5 arch minutes. So it's really near the end. So what's important to note is that the Moon is going into Virgo, which is really um, Mercury territory and the Sun is leaving uh, Libra, which is Venus territory. But it's going to be shining a light for a brief time in Scorpio. And some people say it's Scorpio, but this is another energy Scorpio because the moon is, the sun is actually shining and aligning with the Scorpio constellations as of in the next few days and right now if you look in the sky or have a sky view app or others any other app you will see that it is aligning with it so we have next the 13th sign of Fucus. venus is there mm, near the end and it is at 16 degrees and 52 arch minutes. Afukas only has 18 degrees of the ecliptic. That's why I say that. Then we have next, which is important because for the last few days, Jupiter has been um, stationed at the entrance of Sagittarius. Don't believe everybody else. It's so special to be here. It's left um, a Fucus, which is like deep Scorpio, they say, but Sagittarius is home of the Galactic Center, the Milky Way, and at about one or two degrees, it's not like there's people not sure, but the best way is to use with your sky location app, then you can see it aligning, but we are definitely in the time of Jupiter conjunct the galactic center and so i'm hoping for good things to happen jupiter is at one degree and five arch minutes so just yeah look in the sky you can see the milky way in the night time it's not rising yet and know that there is this beneficiary planet jupiter lining with our galactic center <clears throat> next we have K2, which is at 12 degrees and 38 arch minutes. If you had the course, which is free, and you can get in the link, you would know what K2 is. That's a prompt to click the link, click the link, click the link. Then we have Saturn at 20 degrees and 35 arch minutes in Sagittarius. And not far away, and they'll be together for quite a while and getting closer is Pluto at 24 degrees and 42 arch minutes. So quite a lot of fire energy. Venus is going to be going in, I'm sure by next week. So we'll have Venus in there as well with Sagittarius, with um, Jupiter and Sagittarius, Saturn and Pluto. So a lot of forward thinking Sagittarius um, 
getting it together, striving on. It might make it easier when Mars leaves Virgo because Mars and uh, Virgo and Sagittarius energy are very, very different. So you just like do you and let the other one do them. You know, like I always say, don't try to mix it up. You know, just do a little Virgo. Do, especially when Virgo, when the moon is in Virgo, do the Virgo. And don't worry about the Sagittarius at the moment. Oh, gosh. Always talking to myself when I give these reviews. I guess that's the only way because, like, you can't be your own doctor. You can't be your own therapist. So by me doing these is actually talking to myself objectively, which then gives me prompts and information to do things that I don't always want to do. But, like, how can I tell somebody else to do it if I'm not doing it? (laughs) Anyway, I had to, like, let it out. Okay, let's go on. Neptune is far away. And in the sky astrology, we really focus on the stars you can see. Okay, even though the other ones are important, but I just wanted to let you know. And Neptune is one we can't really see. It's at 18 degrees of Aquarius and 10 arch minutes. We have Chiron, which we observe. It's still in Pisces at 9 degrees and 42 arch minutes. And Uranus has moved to 4 degrees, 40 arch minutes, moves very slow. It's in Aries, not Taurus. And actually, might not even be in Aries. It's really, whoa, in this space that I call, I haven't given it a word yet, but it is in a space that belongs to the energies of Satus as well and Satus is a mixture of earth water and fire and so Aries is kind of moving on and which is good like there's a possibility to move away from the warrior symbol of Aries right and not think you know like Aries the the figure is like the sprout coming up the symbol the glyph like the pushing through earth, like spring, like April and stuff. But it also is like a drive in that arrow, like da-da-da. But Satus is the sea monster, like the protector on land and sea and air. You can't get away if you, you know, if you um, endanger somebody they love, they can get you with the fire from their mouth in the air. They can crawl on the earth and they can swim like the big well that people say it is but um I noticed this energy in Maya Angelo and that's why I acknowledge it it is real it is don't be messing with mama's kids you know and that's us we the earthlings we here we need your help and we need to you know reconnect so yeah there's there's hope and know that Satus is there if you want to know more about that contact me next we have uh, there was a lot. So, yeah, a lot of Uranus is there. It's more generational. So, you know, things are changing, you know, suddenly, unexpectedly in the way people think about war and warfare. Most unusual thing is, is people think we're not at war. There's wars going on all over the world right now. We are in a war. It's just an unusual one that you don't like understand the cliche of an Aries fight you know, cliche of a kind of war picture, but there is a war going on, but it looks different. Yeah. Mind you, mindful of that, my dears. 
Next, we have duh, 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 the Rahu, which is the north node in Gemini at 8 degrees and 43 arch minutes. That could be helpful for you if you had your chart. And we're back at the beginning at Aquarius. I mean, at Gemini, that's another air sign, rising. So I've talked enough today. Just know that, um, you know, like I said, to, I wanted to point out is that Jupiter is changing energy slowly in the fire, in the Sagittarius, at the galactic center. So things should shift to be different. That's what I can say for sure. And in a really good sense, because soon Venus will be moving into that place as well. So what I'm putting together as well for people who already have had their um, sky consultations is a kind of voice reminder of when, say, Venus is actually going to be out of a focus and in Sagittarius and what degree and if it's da-da-da-da-da. All these things um, I'm going to be sharing with uh, clients or people who really believe because you do need to, you know, acknowledge and believe in these things to use them in the most optimal way. Yeah. And yeah, that's how alchemy works. So um, this is 16 minutes. And oh yeah, what can I say? Is it thank you for listening to me? Thank you for being interested. Um, I did a little bit of extra information on this podcast because somebody reached out to me and said, "Hey, I want to share your podcast," and I have so much to say. I don't know who's listening exactly, but this time I know for sure. You know who's listening, and that's why you know I want to shout out to Hakeem. He's at DJ Anon, and you know he he reached out to me. He wants anonymous DC. He reached out to me, and um, yeah, thanks for reaching out to me. We need to reach out more, like in that story I told. You know, maybe we don't see each other at a bus stop. But if you do, remember to do make eye contact with someone. But because the eyes are the window of the soul, I know that for sure now. You can look at my AKA Instagram to find out more about that. But yeah, put your eyes on people you see trying to do something in social media. Sharing, it's free, y'all. Bye.